TBS has been an unstoppable force in original programming the last three years, delivering great comedies of every stripe. The broad silliness of Angie Tribeca, the arch and occasionally dark world of aimless millennials in Search Party, the comedic take on Lord of the Flies and Wrecked, the warm and mostly restrained character work on People of Earth, the fresh concoction of recurring and anthologized elements in the guest book, and Samantha Bee's loud and proud liberalism on full frontal. In a business of hits and misses, Brett Weitz, Tom Hinkle, and Jennifer Kim, who run the programming side at TBS, have put together an amazing run. The first swing of 2018 is the new animated sci-fi comedy Final Space from first-time creator Olin Rogers, who voices the main characters Gary and his sidekick Mooncake, a cuddly alien with the power to destroy galaxies. If you take a cookie, I will be forced to add one full day to your sentence. <laughs> you think a full day scares the captain? Gary, I've explained this to you every day for the past five years. You are not the captain. You are a prisoner aboard this ship. Sounds vaguely familiar. Now open this cabinet. Oh, they're just so good. One day has been added to your sentence. I touched one! The captain's touched one! Was the, was the idea when you made the seven-minute version that this would be something to take around to studios and networks as a, as a presentation? You know, honestly, like, I didn't even expect that, you know? I, I expected just to kind of make a, something that I always wanted to make. I always wanted to make a cartoon, so I made seven minutes because that's literally the amount of money that we had. Um, and I, I remember they, I, I gave it all to studio Joho and they new form had to pay me. So they gave me a dollar check. Um, and I had to cash it for tax reasons, but essentially, um, no, I mean, I, I don't think it was the intent to take it out as a TV show. Um, I think it was just for me at least just to make a one off thing because, uh, I'm known to have a lot of bad luck and I didn't expect anything good to happen out of it. So so um, this is your first. This is your first TV yeah. thing, right? Yep, yep. So how was the experience? And I know uh, just from talking to TBS about other projects, they've been very accommodating to new writers and and new voices in the shows that they've been greenlighting over the last couple of years. What was your experience like with them? Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than that. They they've been super accommodating and. Um, they let me make the show that I wanted to make. So let me ask you the basic setup of the series. If you could tell me sort of who Gary is and what the series is about, it's very serialized for uh, for an animated show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it essentially starts off with Gary five years aboard a prison ship, and he's kind of going insane, a little bit crazy because there's no other human aboard of you know this ship. And essentially, at this time, a little adorable planet killer comes into his life and he doesn't know that it's the the most hunted thing in the galaxy and thus hilarity ensues action adventure uh space opera you know it's, it, it just it's just a cascading effect after that and he names it mooncake it looks like a little uh, like a plushy doll like a little stuffed animal right yeah 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 uh, you do the voices for uh, two of the main characters, uh, Gary and uh, Mooncake. Tell me first about the the Gary voice. Is he pretty close to your voice? 
Yeah, Gary is essentially me with a little bit more confidence. You know, he's like, Gary, hey, what's up? A little bit deeper, a little bit, uh, I don't know, just more suave, you know? <laughs> um, and then Mooncake is just, you know, an adorable little chickadee, chickadee pop. You know, it just <laughs> doesn't speak any human words, just a casual, everyday little Chewbacca for Gary's on, um, but yeah. Is that the idea that he's that he's Chewbacca? I hadn't thought about it like that, but that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that was, I always wanted to kind of have a, uh, a sidekick character that didn't speak any words, because I always found that, uh, just, you know, with Star Wars, is that's kind of the homage aspect, you know, like you have Chewie and Han, and it's, for some odd reason, Han knows exactly what Chewie's saying. Huh. Oh, you're not a face hater. You're a face hugger. Chuckity. <laughs> I need a face hugger in my life. You remind me of a friend I used to have a long time ago. How do you like the name Mooncake? (laughs) Mooncake it is. I'm pumped. Super excited. You don't by chance speak real words to you. Works for me. Um, how, what was the idea for for how he would fit into the series? You do sort of an interesting voice for him, and he's sort of a comic character and also a, a sort of part of what drives the story forward. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I've always loved you know science fiction, and I always loved you know that comedic element where they're funny, but you can still take them seriously. You know, there's a redeeming quality to them. Um, I think a lot of animations now especially comedic adult cartoons like you don't really ever get a sense that this idiot can you know save the universe so it's it, we had to kind of implement into the show and into the character that you know he's kind of a dork and he's an idiot but he's also there's also something else there to him you know um so that was always the thought process was with with gary was to essentially make somebody that's redeemable oh my gosh just don't walk up on somebody like that hank but grab my pants. I thought you were a baby ghost or a ghost baby or something in between the ghost baby spectrum. Freeze! Ah, freaking crap, Hank! You wink at a lot of culture and particularly sci-fi culture in the series in a way that I think will probably remind people of The Simpsons or Family Guy, but with more of a of a sci-fi um, um, bent. There's a, a, gra- a pretty clear gravity reference in the first episode. Mm. And a, a Maz Kanata-like character in the second episode. What was your thought about doing something like that that was that was going to be very pop referential? Um, well, we tried to make, especially with this show, sci-fi. We, we didn't want to make a satire on sci-fi. You know, essentially like how Futurama kind of made a parody of sci-fi. You know, that's uh, especially with, you know, the pop culture references and stuff. There's not a lot of pop culture references in this. Um, it is sci-fi. It's just like how Interstellar is or Moon or Gravity or um, even Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars. It's it's more into that vein as opposed to, like, Futurama, which I, I love Futurama. Uh, you have Fred Armisen uh, voicing the sort of the sidekick robot and, and David Tennant. Uh, voicing one of the villains. Did you direct most of their recording? Were you in studio with them? He was actually doing a play at the time. So we had to Skype basically him from London and he, Dave, David Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of these guys, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty, uh, a big collection of different names, you know, and different, uh, people in their careers at different stages. And yeah, they're very busy people. <laughs> that's, that's what I've learned. 
Um, so some of them we could get in at a certain time, so we couldn't really record with all of them in the same room. And, you know, David Tennant, he was one of those guys just super busy and it's, it's, it's hard to get a hold of him. But when he gets in the booth, he's so good. He's so freaking amazing when he gets into that booth. Welcome. <laughs> so he was by himself. You and the other producers were in L.A. or wherever, and he was yeah. in a booth in London. Yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Yeah, he um, recorded in London, and then we had you know the showrunner here, David Sachs, and uh, the supervising director Mike Roberts. Um, but it was essentially just us three in a little office watching them do the records. So 